Jean Mier Show, 9.35 a.m. Uh, breaking news. Just coming down, a U.S. appeals court has granted former Trump incoming national security advisor Michael Flynn's motion to force the judge in his case, Judge Emmett Sullivan, to dismiss the case against Flynn as the Bar Justice Department has requested. Uh, massive news right there. Uh, a massive victory for an innocent man, Michael Flynn. And we'll discuss that in greater detail later in the program, but just wanted to bring you that news right now. Now, uh, back to our conversation. Uh, talking the latest on these tensions in the United States. The violence we're seeing in various Democrat-run cities. This whole Bubba Wallace uh, hate crime that turned out not to be a hate crime incident from Talladega this past weekend. Taking your reactions to it all, 920-406-1360-888-455-1360. Email Show at mwcradio.com. Text 79489. And to respond to what our friend Attila and Kiwani said before that news break, I, when you look at, at what some of these rioters are doing, uh, you know, you, you've got them tearing down statues that are marking the end of slavery in the United States, celebrating the end of slavery in the United States, uh, statues for people who fought, in some cases gave their lives to help bring an end to slavery in the United States. When you when you have some of these white rioters going up to black police officers and screaming in their faces, when you combine all of what I just said, it's clear for those people, this, this isn't about trying to do what they claim they're trying to do. This isn't about trying to uh, go uh, fighting the uh, oppression of black people in the United States. No. In some of these cases, like, you know, the, the, the white people going up and yelling in the faces of black officers for no good reason, uh, they are oppressing black people in the United States. They're, they're doing the very thing they're claiming to denounce. So, so clearly for these people, for these writers, it, it's not about what they claim it's about. Uh, this is not about uh, fighting the, the systematic racism and the... <laughs> And the white privilege in this country, I, clearly that's not what it's about. Uh, clearly this is about people who, as this show has noted in the past, are, are trying to enrich themselves personally in various ways. Who are trying to put themselves above the law. Uh, who are trying to advance a desired political narrative. That's what it's really about for these people. And it needs to come to an end. Uh, because right now, this lawlessness is being tolerated in various Democrat-run cities, and it cannot be tolerated any longer. And President Trump has done a great job in pointing to these various failures of these various Democrat mayors and governors. I mean, it seems pretty clear nothing's going to be done. In Seattle the other day, you had the failed leftist mayor, Jenny Durkin, claiming that, oh yeah, well, we're going to do something about this whole chop thing now that multiple people have been shot over the span of multiple days, including one fatally, oh, we're finally going to do something. Still nothing's happened. Uh, the only thing they've done actually in Seattle is that they've now moved to slash $20 million from their police budget. That's the only thing they've done in Seattle in the past few days. Uh, nothing to try and restore order in that city. Nothing to try and reclaim that shop area that they should have never uh, allowed to be taken over in the first place. Nope, just trying to slash the police budget because 
I mean, if we've seen anything in Seattle the past few weeks, it said, oh, yeah, we should be spending less money on police. We don't need police. It's not like anything bad's happening here. No violence, no fatal violence. It's failed leadership. It's failed leftist leadership. It's not President Trump's job to step in, but President Trump should step in. The the feds need to restore order in these various Democrat-run cities where the Democrat officials have shown that they have no desire to do anything where they have failed their people, where they continue to fail their people and expose them to crime and violent crime, fatal crime in some cases, enough is enough. Uh, It's time for the feds to go in. Uh, But this dark chapter, it is on. Not only these criminalistic rioters, uh, but also all of the leftist politicians going around enabling these criminalistic rioters. Um, let's see. Back to the phone lines. We go to our friend Jeff in Cedar Grove. What do you have for us, Jeff? Okay, I want to talk about that that uh, noose. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I understand uh, on the radio this morning, um, that noose is not a noose. It was a loot knot. It was. I had a loop, and it was on every single garage door for all the drivers. Yes, it was standard equipment. So I want to know why it took 50, three days for 15 FBI guys to make the conclusion that this was not a hate crime, that this was just a knotted loop knot that was on all the other doors of all the other garages. Why did it take the FBI three days to make that conclusion? Um, where was the FBI director on this one? I'm very suspicious of that. Well, Jeff, thank you very much for your call as always. And it goes along with a text that we have here asking, uh, you know, there's got to be more to this Wallace story. Why didn't the other drivers or crew tell the police that this was a door pull before the FBI was called? Where was this rope when it was found? Was it obviously on the door or was it hanging in an odd place like a noose would be? It seems there's more to this story than is being put out there. Thank you, John. And look, I have a lot of questions too. I, as soon as I had heard, what was it, yesterday afternoon or yesterday evening, that uh, no, this was not a hate crime. The investigation found that no hate crime took place. Rather, this was just a standard piece of equipment for Talladega Super Speedway. This is just a rope that's used to pull down the garage, and it's on every single one of the car garages. Well, I had a lot of questions, too, and I still have a lot of questions. There's still more to this. I, I, I mean, yeah. If someone found this in the 43-car garage and then, you know, went notifying other people, oh, my goodness, well, we, we found a noose, we found a noose. I mean, there should have been so many people who could have told that one person who didn't know what it was, didn't know that it was a garage pull. There should have been so many people who could have said, uh, no, it, it, it's not a noose, uh, you, you're, uh, you're, you're misunderstanding it, it's just simply a garage pull. I mean, if this would have been brought to anyone who worked at the Speedway, if this would have been brought presumably to most people, if not all people at the track working for NASCAR, if this would have been brought to another garage, to even you know the garage next to Wallace's garage on either side, if this would have been brought to one of the crew members of one of those teams, well, then they could have said, huh, well, you found that where? Over on the side of the garage? Well, Let me go to the side of our garage and see if there's one in our garage just like there was one in your garage. I mean, presumably, there were so many people 
involved with this past weekend's race at Talladega who could have immediately said, oh, hey, don't worry. You got nothing to panic about. It's not a noose. It's a garage pull. I I mean, how is it that no one said anything Uh, prior to, what, 15 uh, FBI agents being called there? It makes no sense. And there's still more information we're not being told. We need to find out. But again, after I heard Wallace last night on CNN, it went from, yeah, this might have been an honest mistake to, okay, I guess there's still the possibility it was an honest mistake, but it's seeming less and less like it was an honest mistake. The fact that Wallace, even after this investigation, is still trying to claim it was a noose when clearly this was not a noose. There was a, there was, there was a perfectly simple argument to explain why that rope was there. It was a garage pole. It was in every garage. It's been there since at least last year, since way before this garage was assigned to Bubba Wallace and the 43 team. There's still more that we don't have about this. And it is really disappointing, too, that at a time where you have all of this criminal activity taking place in Democrat-run cities throughout this country, people being victimized in various ways, that the authorities at all levels of government, including the federal government, because there have been federal crimes involved in these riots, At a time where all that's taking place, you have authorities not doing anything, seemingly, about any uh, of that criminal activity in any of these Democrat-run cities. Uh, But yet we have the resources to send 15 FBI agents to Talladega to investigate what turned out to be a a fake hate crime. I mean, talk about the priorities being out of whack. Did you really need 15 agents going down there for that? Again, this, this this should have been resolved within five minutes. This past Sunday. And it's sad. You have all of this actual criminal activity that's taking place, but that's not being dealt with. But 15 federal authorities are there to take care of a fake hate crime. Priorities out of whack in this country. That's for damn sure. Um, Let's see. Yeah. Text to 79499. Imagine if the FBI used their resources to solve some of the hundreds of unsolved murders in the city of Chicago. Oh, wait, nope. Fake hate crime in Talladega, more important. I, I mean, that's the thing. When you have these fake hate crimes being reported, it, it's so detrimental. Because you're talking about a lot, a, a lot of law enforcement's time being spent investigating These fake hate crimes, uh, you have a a lot of taxpayer resources being burned as they're investigating these fake hate crimes. It's just so detrimental. All of the other crimes, the real crimes that are not being investigated, not being dealt with, because instead we're dealing with and investigating the fake crime. It's just so frustrating. And what really needs to happen is that, look, if you report a fake hate crime and it's determined that it was a fake hate crime, you should be punished in the same way that someone who actually committed a hate crime would be punished. It's kind of like with with rape. You should be equally punished for falsely accusing someone of rape as you would be if you actually raped someone. Because we need to get to a point where we strongly deter these, these fake rape accusations, these fake hate crime reports from taking place because of all of the negative consequences it brings to our society. Um, Let's see. Back to the phone lines. We go to Steve in Wisconsin Rapids. Steve, what do you have for us? John, good morning. Morning. Uh, 
not to be confused with Thomas, the brain surgeon in Wisconsin Rapids. Um, <laughs> that guy's probably but, eating paint chips somewhere. It's all good. I didn't think you were him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you say Jesse Smollett? Sounds uh, like 2.0. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, Bubba Wallace started this crap last week by tweeting out about it. And uh, I'm very suspicious of, about all of that, and I'd be willing to bet that uh, Bubba Wallace is not going to be driving for uh, Richard Petty Racing next year. Um, this is, it's absurd. Nothing would have happened if he wouldn't have tweeted something out and put it out in the media, which he knew was going to stir up, you know, this this craziness. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and when I, you know, you're absolutely right about wasting federal uh, resources, uh, and I don't, uh, I don't know where this is going. Uh, other than, uh, I don't really, I don't think he's going to be driving for Petty Racing next year. Well, Steve, uh, it'll be interesting to see because I. I, I mean, Richard Petty, who's, you know, arguably the greatest NASCAR driver of all time. I, I mean, the guy immediately backed his driver. He immediately put out a statement, you know, from uh, Richard Petty uh, Motorsports and all that, immediately backing Bubba Wallace. And, and now it seems that, well, it was a rush to judgment. Uh, there was a reason that this program didn't talk about it yesterday. You know, we were gone Monday, didn't talk about it yesterday because we were like, okay, Wait and see what happens. I immediately I was thinking that okay, this could be real, absolutely. And if it is, that it's a disgusting incident. But based on what I was hearing, it's also this could be fake. And it turned out to be fake. It turned out not to be a hate crime. I I, I mean, you you look at what Bubba Wallace has been doing. You know, a couple of weeks ago uh, at Martinsville, he he drove a Black Lives Matter car, and. He was the one who was so instrumental in uh, getting uh, the Confederate flag banned from all of these events. And now you've got this here uh, with this hate crime that turned out not to be a hate crime involving Wallace. And it just seems that Wallace, a guy who normally, for those who aren't NASCAR fans, you know, he's not the worst driver, but certainly not the best. He's someone who usually finishes somewhere near the middle of the pack, somewhere in the, you know, 15 to 25 range, somewhere around there. It seems now the more and more he's doing that he's just trying to piggyback on all of the unrest we're seeing in this country and to try and make a name for himself, to make himself marketable, to create this brand, as they say, because he figured, okay, I could I could do way more with, you know, doing this activist stuff off the track uh, than I could with my driving on the track. I, I I mean, it seems Colin Kaepernick-esque in that way. Figure, okay, how can I mo- how can I get the most attention? It's not going to be with my actual performance in my sport. It's going to be with me doing stuff off the field or off the track. And it's turning into, you know, a, a huge, huge story. So seemingly Wallace is getting his way. Again, it, it 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 was last night when he did that interview where it was like, no, Wallace seems like this is about him getting attention, and, and he doesn't care what he has to do to get the attention. I, I I mean, repeatedly now we see him going and demonizing the NASCAR fan base. Are are there some racist individuals in the NASCAR fan base? Inevitably, yes. Just as you'd find some racist fans in any sport, but 
in in, in, the, in these sports, including in NASCAR, it's far from being the majority of fans. You're talking about a small minority. Uh, but Wallace, with some of the things that he's doing and saying, I, I mean, it seems like he's trying to demonize all of NASCAR, the entire NASCAR community, the fans, people who work there, who, you know, would have had access to the garage this past weekend. I, it seems like he's trying to demonize people and he doesn't care because all he cares about is trying to make himself more famous and shame on him for that. We don't know if he was directly responsible for this fake hate crime or if, you know, someone else did, whatever. But we know that Bubba Wallace, he is trying to go denigrating good people associated with NASCAR and shame on him for that. And NASCAR absolutely should push back on this. They should not be going along with that as they have. They should be pushing back. Hopefully they do going forward because this kind of crap can't be tolerated. Uh, we need to go to break. More on the other side of the break. It's 9.51. This is the John Muir Show. 